I just want to take a second and introduce our speaker for today, otherwise known as our men's uh, home director, Seth Mongold. Let's give it up. Now, I was going to make a comment about your beard, but probably, uh, can I? I'll make one about yours. All right. This is, this is no joke. I shaved, I hadn't shaved for six days. I shaved this morning. I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. I tried. <laughs> I tried so hard. The razor was like, just, I just had to do it. But I'm, I'm going to get that on, on day for you. Huh? We'll get you delivered. Now, Seth has a phenomenal word for us today. It's going to be on just walking through, remember he preached a few uh, months ago on trusting the process, today's on trusting the transformation, right? Trust the transition. Trust the transition, I'm sorry, transition, I got my, I don't want to say I got my trans messed up, that's not good. <laughs> not, that wasn't the right word. Father, I just thank you so much for, uh, for Seth and his obedience to you. Lord, I thank you for the giftings and that you've placed in his life, Lord, we just pray for uh, your word to flow freely today, uninhibited, Lord, that we would lay aside every worry, every anxiety. Father, we stand against every demonic influence that will try to steal this word today, and we bind them in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray that your word would come forth unhindered and uninterrupted and find good soil. And Lord, we believe that your word never returns void. So I thank you today for your word that's about to come, and we just bless Seth and all you've prepared for us through him, in Jesus' name, amen. All right, thank you. Good morning, church. A second here. Bring these lights up. Now I can see everybody. Can you hear me? All right. Trust the transition. All right, so as you uh, have heard, we're going to be talking about today about trust the transition. So there it is up there, my first PowerPoint. My wife would, thank you, thank you. My wife would say it's bougie, but change is good, right? It helps out. Trust the transition. So trusting the process in the transition, there's, there is a, a change from one state to the next. So we're going to be talking about that today. Um, we're going to be in uh, Ephesians, so you can start to turn there. But I just wanted to start off with showing you some, just some transitions in the word. Next slide. So some of the transitions that you see here, um, Jesus from heaven to earth. Without that one, we don't have anything that we have today. So we're thankful for that one. David, who was a shepherd to a king. Uh, Paul, from a persecutor to a preacher. Um, <laughs> hey, <laughs> I like it. Uh, Simon, Peter and <laughs> Simon Peter and Andrew, fishermen to fishers of men. Matthew, tax collector to disciple, and, and there's, there's many more. I just, I just wanted to put a, a few up here to show you guys some transitioning from one thing to the next. And I wrote some stuff underneath of them, um, and, and they're all different. 
I guess I can open this so I can look at you guys and I have to turn around. But, you know, they're all different. David's is different from Paul's because David's took a while. There was a, there was a pretty big process and transition from David from being a shepherd to a king. Uh, Paul's, on the other hand, who we're going to focus more on today, Paul's was almost immediately um, from, from when it happened, his conversion in Acts to when he started, it was, it was a boom. In there, ready, let's roll, getting after it. And, uh, you know, other transitions, uh, what I like about some of these, um, you know, Matthew, tax collector, uh, Simon and Peter, the disciples, they, they were doing certain things that they had already had abilities in, and he was taking those abilities that they already had and just enhancing them when they were using them in the right way. Uh, Paul, for instance, we like, to, we like to think about Paul. Paul was a what? I mean, he was murdering Christians. He had to drive. He had all that. And I, as I was reading and studying it, I was thinking about it. It was interesting because do you think that, do you think that he saw that Paul was uh, the drive that he had to do all of that, that if he could just get him to see the way, that what he could do with it, if he could see the right way, what he could do with it. I believe that because Paul, Paul was set in his ways. When he met him on that road, blinded him, gave him, took control from him, gave him direction on where to go and wait for Ananias to come, heal him so he could see right because he was on straight street got him straight he saw right and look at the things that he started to do it's crazy he's a big contributor of the new testament and uh, i'm sweating like crazy up here y'all just give me a few minutes my head is red in there my head is red but listen it is not because i'm i am burnt i got burnt bad yesterday yeah it's in there thanks i don't feel it um but uh but yeah, so we're going to uh, trust the process of him find that towel right now. It's in the bag, bro. <laughs> um, so so we're gonna we're gonna keep going. Go go to the next slide for me. All right. So oh, look at that. Thank you. That's my beautiful wife, y'all. I got one, bro. Thank you. <laughs> that might work, actually. This one's probably going to get pretty wet. All right. So John 14, 6. Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Uh, the key thing that, that you see here, it's highlighted, is the way, the truth, the life. What, the, what stands out to you guys when you, when you read that? There's only one way, the truth. It, it's one way or the highway. That's it. Um, so what I want to focus on today is uh, there's one major point that I want to eventually get to, but uh, I want to talk to you guys about us transitioning from one place of accepting Christ, being saved, and then transitioning to living that in our lives to be that example. So... We're going to uh, go ahead and go to Ephesians, and we're going to start in four, and 
go to the next slide. Work with me on these slides. I'm, I've always had to change them, not tell somebody, hey, change these slides. Um, but uh, so in Ephesians, which you can read about how Paul, you know, gets into Ephesians and all that. It's a great, it's in Acts 19, really starts uh, to tell about him in Ephesians, his ministry there. But the letter to the Ephesians, Paul is writing um, after being imprisoned in Rome. So what this letter, what I love about it is the first three chapters, he's talking about the gospel. He's talking about everything that, that has happened this far, why, uh, why we're even able to have uh, what we have, because if it wasn't for Jesus, then what Fred was kind of just talking about, we wouldn't have the opportunity to even have relationship with him. So the Ephesians, what he's writing to encourage them in the gospel is, or in this letter is that the gospel story, how the big plan was to just all be unified. To At, at first, they were separated not only from God, but from his people. But Jesus took that away and made this one big new humanity, this one big family, that we all have the ability to have what we even have today. So in this letter, the starting in uh, 4, there's a transition from chapter 3 to 4. It switches from the gospel story to then our story of how we are to live or how they are to live as a believer, the life they're to live as a believer and, and how we do that. So I want, I want to just read, uh, go ahead and read 4 down through uh, 7 real quick. There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to one hope, when you were called, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. But to each one of us, grace has been given as Christ apportioned it. So what else do you guys see in that one of, of uh, that sticks out to you? One. So again, there's only one. So if there's only one then and and we are uh claiming to believe in this and follow it why is it so difficult there's no you don't have multiple choice there's one and it says that that there is one body that's the church that's us there's there's one thing uh i don't want to skip over and get people confused off of uh the one baptism, because there's multiple baptisms, but how do you know how how many of us know that if it's not for the baptism of the Holy Spirit into the body, there's there's no point for any of the other ones, right? We have to we have to understand that there's there's one there's one Lord there's one faith one God and Father of all who is over all and through all and in all. But to each one of us, grace has been given as Christ apportioned it. So. The one and only, like it says up there, because if it's, if it's not that one, and then you're not following that one and chasing that one, then, then what, what are we chasing after? What are we doing to ourselves? And, and that's what I want to talk a little more about as we go into the transition. Uh, next slide, please. Nice. All right, it's up there a little bit, but it's all right. So in, a, in Ephesians 4, 17 through 25, um, I'm going to go ahead and read it. It says, so I tell you this and insist on in it, the Lord, that you must no longer live as the Gentiles do 
and the fertility of their thinking, they are darkened in their understanding and separated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to the hardening of their hearts. Having lost all sensitivity, they have given themselves over to sensuality so as to indulge in every kind of impurity, and they are full of greed. That, however, is not the way of life you learned. So the, the key thing here in this off the bat is that insist on in the Lord that you must no longer what? Live, okay? As the Gentiles do. So I want to clear that up too. So the Gentiles here are non-believers, okay? These are people that are not in the body. They're non-believers. Um, but at, at the bottom of this, when it talks about to indulge in every kind of impurity and they are full of greed, that, however, is not the way of life you learn. So they learned through all this. That's what Paul was doing in Ephesus. Paul was teaching them. Paul came for them to give them the gospel, to teach them, to learn in this. And that there is, uh, again, one way to live. There is the way, like we read in, in uh, John. He is the what? And we're getting somewhere. I like it. All right. So he's the, he's the way of life that you learned. Now go to the next slide, please. I'm going to keep reading. All right. And then when you heard about Christ and were taught in him accordance with the truth that is in Jesus, you were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires to be made new in the attitude of your minds and to put on the new self created to be like God in the true righteousness and holiness. So now there's one, right? We've established there's one way. Now what's the, the focus shifted on to who? The truth and you. So there's a few things that I want to focus on here, guys, because what, what Paul's writing, remember, he's writing for them, telling about the story, and then about how they are to live their lives. And it goes on the next, the next couple chapters talking about what you should do, how you should put on, put off, the things that you should do. But we got to focus on that it, it's, it's you, you have to be the one that, that makes that choice to want to live the truth, to believe everything that he did, who he is, and what you're doing. That if we can't start, that's why the, at first when we started all this, it was about your belief. That if, if, if you're struggling with that, there's a disconnect there. If you don't want to go on to take the word, believe it, read it, apply it, live it. That's, that's what... That's what this is, and I don't know if you saw the little, the little thing down there, but it starts out with a book, and the more you read it, the more you intently go into it to read it and allow truth to reveal itself to you, to apply it to your life, the, the idea is that you, you read it, you learn it, and then you begin to walk it, and it's an everyday thing that you're walking out and doing in your life, and if we don't get there, if we don't ourselves get there to know the, that 
what we have to do or how we have to do it, then we're just fooling ourselves. We're, we're doing stuff in here to our hearts that makes it harder for us to, to see the truth, to allow truth to flow in us so it can then come out of us. It has to, it has to all flow. We have to all be, be in this, be, in, be diving into it, seeking after him, allowing it to reveal itself so it can then transform us. So we're going to uh, we're gonna have a little fun today. We're going to change things up a little bit, do a little visual, talk about some stuff. I'm not going to go through and read everything, uh, the rest of the chapters of what it is. I'm going to kind of sum it up for you. But um, go ahead and go to the next slide. Boom. Can you all see that? Don't ask me why self-control and God's spirit and drunk is capitalized. That was not, that must have been. That must be God. I didn't do that, so it must be, that's a big thing in this room today. I don't know. But, uh, no, so, so what he goes on to say is that the old man, this is what the old man did, and this is what the new man should do. This is what, as believers, when we're believing to put off the old man and to put on the new, what we are doing is making sure that we want to leave Every selfish desire, everything that we have planned, our agendas, all that, we want to leave that. Like he said, it's dead there, and we want to leave that there completely and put on what God has for us, which is truth. And in that, because we have one, one reason we want to do that, that we trust and believe so much in who he is and what he's done for us, that that's our our number one focus in life now is that everywhere I go, anything I do, I want to make sure that I'm example in who he is to bring him to that situation, to bring whatever, if it's a job, if it's uh, you're a coach, you're, you're wh whatever you can think of, you're a teacher, whatever we have in here, you work in the medical field, whatever it is, that you bring him to that thing. You, you don't. You don't just one day you're, oh, I'm, I'm coached today. I got my little clothing thing here. We're going to do a little a visual here in a minute. But you're not coached today, but you're, you're angry coach. You're, you're oh, I'm, I'm going to put on coach, and that's who I'm going to be. And uh, the next day I'm going to bring God. I'm going to be a little nicer today. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure that I put him on today. So, so you know, I'm, I'm going to make sure. Sometimes they got to see a, a godly man, right? Sometimes you got to be coached, though. You need to give them a good swift kick or they'll see it. No, no, we get confused and overlap what we're meant to be and what we are created to be with what we want to be or what the world's taught us to be. And we're stuck in this image of putting on, putting off, putting over. And, and all it's doing is distorting the, wor the world's view on what Christ is to really look like. And so some of this, as it goes down to it, it says, it starts off with lies. Now, I know everybody in here is perfect. Nobody lies in here, especially not my wife. Um, <laughs> she does these little, I don't know if this is okay. You guys tell me this. She'll do these, like, little lies. We're at the market, and I like to, I like to get stuff, you know, and if I'm going to make food, I want, like, fresh ingredients. So she will just be like, yeah, we... Yeah, we have sour cream. I'll be like, what's the date on it, though? 
like, it's fine. Just, it'll work. It's okay. And, like, I'm like, no, like, it's not okay. So, I'll get home, and there's no sour cream. She's like, I thought I bought some. I'm like, that's not okay. Um, so, I don't know if that consider, that's a lie to you guys. Or it gets worse, too, but we'll just stay there. Um, but it's saying here that, that to, to lie and, and to be, uh, to people look at you to know that that's what you do, that that has to come off. Guys, listen, that has to come off in every area of your life. Every area. It has to come off, and then it says to put on, and, and like Fred shared before, that that context is really, I'm not going to take my shirt off, but <laughs> that's why I got the jackets and stuff. Actually, we roll them over here. This is might as well, right? I didn't know if I was going to use them or not, but I prepared. Sure, you, uh, based off of what you're wearing today, no, no. no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, he dresses very nice. Right? I'm keeping it. So, so if we take something and I put this on. I hope I can still fit in these things. <laughs> right? So, so I got this on, right? And if this is, if this is the old man, if this is the lion, then what, what does this tell me to do as far as if I'm standing in that, I'm believing in that, I want to, to dive fully into this and trust him and follow him. What does this tell me to do? Okay. So is it like, uh, you know how they like throw them over the shoulders now, or some people wear like one? All right. So we're good there, right? She even put them in the loops there. I don't do that. All right, so got this on, and I'm trying to put on this. North Face, thank you, Dan Kyle. This is <laughs> still tag on it. I do like it, though. Um, so what do I look like now? <laughs> look crazy, right? Old and new doesn't mix, does it? It, it, it doesn't match, right? And I can't put that on. So then if I do have both of them on, guess what can't happen? God can't work in me because I'm still holding on to the old. And if he can't work in me, then, then guess what he's not able to do? Work through me. And here's what we don't see because we don't put a visual to it. We just think that, oh, I can lie occasionally, my wife. I can lie... <laughs> about simple things or little things, but it's not that big of a deal, right? And we're walking around, and people are looking at us like, man, that, that person looks crazy, <laughs> right? But then guess what we try to do, too? Oh, but God is so good. Let me tell you how God, let me pray for you. And people are like, <laughs> right? Because 
we can't get to the fullness if we don't completely take off. So that's off there. So now, now what am I? I'm stripped down, right? I'm stripped down. I'm surrendered. I'm ready. I'm willing. I'm available for God to say, okay, now, now you're ready. Now I, I can put on. Yeah, I don't know if this is going to fit. Get behind me. See, she's lying again. No. <laughs> no. So I can put on now the new man. And guess what I can do? I can operate the way that I'm supposed to operate because God has me. I'm positioned where he's at to use me to flow, to be in me, to then flow out of me. And if we don't start taking off, and here's the other part that I love. When we read down through this, guess what it does? It keeps going. Some people just stop with lies. They think, oh, I cleaned that up, that area up, so I'm good now. Yeah, I don't have to. God's working on, that's my favorite one. God's still working on me in this area. I'm like, that, that's it. the same God that helped work you in that area? He can't work in that area? Right? He's, he can't multitask. That's right. I forgot. Our God can't do that. He can't multitask. But the, the thing about it is, God, is we got to want to get to the place of whatever. We're stripping off laws. It's got to go. We're stripping off anger. It's got to go. It, none of these things on this left side that's old does what? Builds up and points to Christ. It points away from Christ. And when are we going to get to the point where we want, we as believers want to make sure that what we're doing because of what we say we believe in is giving people opportunity to see him so they can be positioned for him to reveal himself to them so then, then their lives can change. We're the body. We're supposed to be as one. If we can't do this individually, we're going to struggle to come together in, in unity to make an impact on, on, to, for the kingdom of what God's calling us to do. So this is, this is a personal relationship. This is something that we have to read and understand that this is meant for us not to just read, but we got to apply it and walk this out in our life. And, it, and it's got to mean something to us. Like I was saying earlier, we can't be, uh, we can't put old, uh, I'm not, I don't think I'm fitting in that. I can't put old coach on right, coach on, and, and then try to put new man over top of it, right, it, it doesn't work, because what I got to do as, as coach, my first priority is that the kids that I'm with, and I see, and, and are in my life for me to teach, that they see Jesus before they see scholarship opportunity, that they see that there's hope, that there, there's, I want to be that before I learn a skill. My focus has to be so, it, the new man is, once you put it on, you ever seen them Fortnite skins? Things are like super tight. I don't know, my son wears them, puts them on and you see them, but they're like, they're on you. You are, you are not getting them off. It can't be that you're changing old man, new man every day. New man is on, he stays on. And then you're able to be coach 
you're able to be teacher, you're able to be businessman, you're able to be all these things the way God created you to be and to the fullness of it. Your focus can't be anything else. It can't be money. It, it can't be uh, getting this kid, creating the next star, doing all this stuff. We got to get out of, of all of that and making sure that the, the main thing we want to do and be is that these kids are seeing Christ. These people I, I work with are seeing Christ. These people that I'm, uh, I'm around daily, whatever you do, I, I don't know everyone's employment. Every day at Chick-fil-A, sorry, Don, I saw you, bro. But every day at Chick-fil-A, it's your pleasure that they're getting a friendly face and seeing Christ be above all. Because that's, that's the best way to feed people, to get people to see that we have to understand right now on this, this dying planet, we are the light. We are what people are getting to see what Christ is. And if you want to, if your focus is here of this is, this is true, I believe in this, then you're going to believe it enough to the point to apply it to your life and not just, that's the cool thing, this is awesome, but you should want to live it. It has to come out of here from to here so then everybody can see, so then it shows and and it just, it takes it from one place of just talking about religion and God and everything to being the example of what Christ is so people can see what love really is, right? So, so they can see what somebody coming alongside somebody really is. And it's, it's our job. We're the body. We're the one. He's the head. If the body doesn't come together, guess what? The head goes nowhere. We have to start understanding that it's up to us. There's one. That's how th it's so easy. I've been in this thing, this kick lately. I I feel like we tell ourselves so much, like, ah, I just I can't, can't do it right. I can take off lies, but I can't take off anger. My wife keeps lying to me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> <it's> <laughs> but but it's real. It. It's I can take off lies and anger. I'm good. I, I, we, we sell ourselves short so often. And I, I, I just, I've had this revelation, whatever you want to call it, that, you know, what's inside of me is great. He's created me for great things. I have, we have to get out of this box of boxing God in. That's great, and we talk about that a lot. But what about the instruments of God, which that's us. If we box ourselves in, then how is anybody going to see him or know that any of this is real? We, ha we, have to start, we have to start branching out of this. So we've been on this kick, so me and my wife, <laughs> this is funny, because I'm just like, you know what? I want to start learning new things. Because from a, <laughs> from a young age, it was like, oh, you're only going to be good at sports. And then you watch, our, you watch kids today that are like, I can't do this. That drives me nuts. Like, what do you mean you can't do this? We do it as adults, though, so we can't expect them not to do it. We tell ourselves we can't so much that it's unreal. But if <laughs> we can't, I can't, we can. 
What I mean by we is the thing that's inside of me, what he's created me to be, is so much greater than anything. And we have the potential to go above and beyond, to do the things for his kingdom. That's how I know we are capable of advancing the gospel. We are capable of doing the things that we say we can't do, or that guy does this, this guy can't do that. We, we limit ourselves so much. So I've got on this kick, and uh, <laughs> we're, I take my wife on this date. So we've been spending more time together. So we went down to uh, Hagerstown. Monster truck invasion, y'all. <laughs> it's just funny because we are not monster truck people. I've never, I don't mind monster trucks, but never in my life have I, and she's like, I've always wanted to see one and stuff. I'm like, great. <laughs> we were out of our element. We're just sitting down there. These people are coming in, bringing seats, like fans, all this stuff, and we're just sitting there. Like It, it was rough, but uh, it was super cool. And we were sitting there, and we were like, man, this was a cool idea. Like, <laughs> listen, I, amen. I, that's how I felt at this thing. <laughs> uh, it was seriously, it was so wild, though. It was like, we've never, we've never experienced something like that. We probably never would have tried anything like that to see that, you know, there's, there's just, what I'm getting at, there's so much more out there. We've only limited ourselves to certain things. We never step out to experience new things. And God wants us, he needs us open. He needs us to step into new areas. Some people stay away from things because they're like, oh, that's not me. <laughs> it might not be you, but that's where God has you. So you can be the person that brings the light to the situation in that darkness that says, hey, there is hope in this. And you might bring a fresh new idea to it. Who knows? What I'm trying to get at, though, guys, is that we have to step out of everything from our old, whatever the lies, even the stuff we tell ourselves that we're not qualified, we're not good enough, we're not none of these things, that you are qualified. God has qualified you. I don't know if, if anyone understands that, but the thing that's in you is so great and so awesome. He has qualified you and equipped you for any works, any good works. I know that because the word says that. So if we're going to start believing this, then we got to fully go all the way in. If we want to transform from one thing to the next, we have to read this, be obedient to it, and allow the truth to reveal itself so it changes us so then we can example it. we got to take off lies. Can't do it no more. And put on truth. Start talking truth. Let's start talking truth. Anger. Anger. I told someone the other day, I was like, listen, bro, you're struggling with this. What have you done to change it? And it's like, we just look there like, I don't, I don't know. How about this? Whatever you're doing, try the complete, complete opposite. What's it going to hurt if you're already angry and you're doing the same things over and over in your life that keeps getting you angry? Put that off and put something new on. You, we have to start seeing... All of this was given to us for instructions on how to believe it, receive it, and live it. And in that, we find peace. In that, we're able to operate the way that he wants us to operate, and we're available for him to use us how he needs to use us. We put off lies. We put off theft and, we, and we're generosity, 
gossip, encouragement, revenge. Ooh. We, don't, we, don't, we don't seek revenge, we seek forgiveness. How many times are you supposed to forgive somebody? All the time. Listen, everybody. All the time. Seventy times seven. <laughs> we're we're supposed to we're we're supposed to put all of this stuff off, guys. Every part of you as a person in your previous life, you can't take none of that with you. None of it. God's not gonna. He's. Why are you trying to? You can dress something up, but you ever heard that? It, you try to polish a turd, at the end of the day, it's still a turd. We, we can't, I didn't know what else to say there, I'm sorry. We can't continue to try to take this old person and dress it up. You're only causing more heartache and, and, and all this confusion inside. It's just pulling you and separating you further from God. He's saying the fullness is here. What I've done is done. It's finished. There's nothing else that can be done. Leave that there. Grab a hold of this. And let's start walking this thing out and growing the kingdom. So you, you can't serve two masters. It, it doesn't work. Um, the drunkenness. Self-control is a huge thing, y'all. My wife has zero. If you put a tasty cake in that cabinet, <laughs> R.I.P. to that tasty cake. I am just, <laughs> I am sorry, but I'm just like, babe, listen, I even try to get the ones she don't like. Gone still. I'm just, I'm telling you, so self-control, y'all, is huge. And anybody who, I know, I'm beating her up today. Um, it's, it's for a reason. Um. Listen, self-control is so big. People are like, I just can't. I can't stay away from this. I can't do this. I can't do that. You know, I've stopped this, but I can't stop smoking cigarettes. That's, that stuff drives me crazy. Like, she said, I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not beating you up. I'm just saying. But we tell ourselves, I can't. I can't do this. I have, I, I have self-control here. Exactly. You can. What, what you just said. You can do that. You know how I know? Because it tells me. You can do that. What's inside of you is, is greater, and you have the ability to choose that, say yes to that, and that is the strength, the encouragement, the guidance, everything you need to overcome that. And whether you know it or not, there, everything's been done for us. There's nothing that we can do, guys, as, as far as trying to work to get there. It's there, it's available, let's grab a hold of it, and let's start chasing it. Because when we keep our eyes on that, all that stuff falls off. All of it, it starts to become second nature. When we start to live this stuff out, truth, peace, generosity, encourage, forgiveness, self-control, and, and not want anything, the, the drunkenness, not want anything to, to still hold over us, and we wanna be filled with his spirit, Knowing that that's the thing that sustains us, that's the, the living water that flows, that rolls through us, that, that covers all, then that's how we, excuse me, that's how we start living and going from one stage, transitioning to the next, because we're focused on Him 
in his abilities and what he can do, not what we can't do. So, um, there's a couple other things that I just want to want to bring up. I have a, I have one more uh, one more slide here. So when we see the value and begin to live out the truth, it transforms us and restores the image of Christ. Um, the importance of this, guys, is that what we decide to do with our lives here now and and live out it has he has to be the main focus in all of that so the world can see him because unfortunately all the the word is true we've been restored we've been all that in in his image but the problem is is that when we choose not to believe in this and to live this I'm sorry, we can go around believing that I have seven different coats on, the old man, the new man, and all this, and I can convince myself I don't look crazy. But I can promise you that when you're not living in truth, you look wild, and it is not hard for anyone to see it. And until you want to get out of that and lay all that stuff down, because your main focus is, is that they see him, and you start living in that, that's when all of this falls off and you put on that new man. And that's what they see. So we can help in this broken world through our belief and applying this word to our life. We can help people on the outside, people in here. I'll stay in here to see what it is to really look like Christ, an example of that. And if just this room right here, if we could learn this and do this, and everybody's sitting here, is everybody in here saved? Has they all, have they all accepted Christ? Okay, so there's, from that point to this, what we're talking about here of, of walking in this, this being our life, if we all in just this room could understand there's one body, one spirit, one Lord, one faith, that it's that easy, there's one of them, and if we could come alongside each other and stand in that, could you imagine what we could do just in here? And then if all, if everybody around this area we could, we could get into and start to be one and fellowship with one another and come together, could you imagine that impact and then keep going? And we sit there and everybody now is like, man, that's great. But guess what's still there? That thought of like, that'll never happen. Right? And, and that's, that's, let me help you. That'll never happen has to come off. We, all these things that keep, every time we try to step in our life towards a new direction, as a, as a believer, as a group, or whatever we're doing, something comes against us in that, oh, I can't do this. And it stops us. And we limit God. We're limited in ourselves of what he's called us to do. And, and we are the ones that put a stop to what God's trying to do right now, right here, right now. He wants to, listen, he wants to, miracles are happening. He wants to do that. 
He wants to continue to. He wants to do so much more than that, though. We see one miracle, and we're like, oh, man. And, like, we stop, and then we, we keep trying to look for that same miracle. God's like, I'm doing something so much greater. If you will continue with me in this and not stop in yourself at that one spot, and you'll continue to, to it's an ongoing transformation. You guys remember that message? Ongoing transformation. It's a continuous thing. But it's, it's our belief. It's us pressing into him that every time I go into this, I leave different. Every time. If I'm struggling in my day and, and I'm going through that, I get in this and I leave, I should leave different. And if we keep telling ourselves I can't, nah, not today. Well, I only lie occasionally. Listen, when we limited ourselves to the, the point of that, well, I'm, this, I'm not Jesus. You guys hear that a lot? People will, I, I've learned it to be a defense when someone gets to a place where it's super challenging and they can't, they can't get to that other side and press through. And they're like, I know it says that, but I mean, I, I'm not Jesus and I'm not this. Okay, what, but what was put inside of you? Come on, what was put inside of you? The Holy Spirit. Who is what? Right? And guess what we can do and have access to? Listen, if you don't work that thing, it ain't going to do nothing. Right? <laughs> but guys, listen. There's great things and there's things that we are to do. It says but we would do even greater things. And guess what we can't do if we don't see what is in us that has that ability. It's not me, but it's the thing inside of me that when we connect and we and I understand, it's the transforming of my mind that helps me understand that what's in me, there's a greater thing, there's a greater purpose, and I'm able to achieve that. If I'm not striving for greater and I'm going to settle for back here because it's comfortable, because if I fail, then I feel like, oh, man, what, what is that going to do? What am I going to think? What are they going to think? What is all this stuff? If I'm going to do that to myself, then I'm limited and I'm not fully trusting and believing the thing that's inside of me is got the ability to push through whatever is in front of us. So I, I'm hoping that we get to a place that we cannot limit ourselves and know that God's got a plan and a purpose for us. And that thing inside of us is so great that we have the ability to tap into this, to then bring us all together, to operate as one, and make a huge impact on this life, on this planet, right here, right now. So I have to do what? We have to take off everything of old. And put on, this is the one that Fred picked, and I have to put on, hopefully I don't Chris Farley this thing and snap <laughs> out of it. It might be, yeah, help me out, Curtis. And I have to put on, see, and listen, this is perfect. You know why? We need others in this world. <laughs> We're meant to use others. No, nah, I ain't doing that. 
so now I'm able to understand that what's in me and that everything that I do is to bring him to that, that every step I take is, is showing him, is exampling him. That I can do that because I've left all that stuff that was a lie, and it was true, till Jesus showed up. Now I have the ability to walk in this fullness, and the new man is here, and I'm going to tell you all, 10 days from now, it'll be three years with my wife. I put this jacket on three years ago. Hey, happy life. Right? She, but but I, I put this on, and I said, I'm going to be a new man, girl. And I'm a new man today. It'll be three years and 10 days, and I'm super excited about it. But in our marriage, God has just revealed himself to us as we seek him and we put him on. We've come together and we've grown in such a way it's incredible. But that can happen in, in all of our lives. When we put him first, when our focus is him, to make sure he's seen in everything, the ability we have to bring to all of the things that we think are, are little or are not significant, they're not important, our everyday lives, that's what this letter was talking about on the transition from the gospel to our story, to our everyday lives. And these are things that we all do. We all lie. We all do these things. But we have to get to that point of saying, man, whatever it's going to be, i got to figure out how I stop doing that. And that how I stop is looking at him. So I, I'm believing today that hopefully uh, hopefully through this that you guys uh, have seen that it starts with belief. There is a process to trust. There is a transition that needs to happen in our lives, though. That if we're in this, we should be going from one thing to the next. Because the first part of chapter 4 is talking about maturity in, in, in Christ, in, in the body. Unity, maturity, all that stuff. This stuff should be happening. And I'm believing that our church is going to start coming together. We're going to start operating as one. And we're going to start living for him, for his glory to build his kingdom. And we're really going to start making an impact. And guess what? Our lives first. And then out there. So in our house is, is most important for me that we get on the same page. Because if we can't work together in here, we, we are not working out there. You know, and I believe our first ministries, our household, my family, my wife, my kids, all that stuff. But it's just as important for our body, the believers, to come together to say, hey, let's do this. Let's put everything aside. Because our focus here is to reach the ones that are lost, the ones that don't have that. And it starts with us first. So... I just want to go ahead and, I don't know if time-wise is okay. I just want to go ahead and, uh, Curtis, I don't know if you can come up here, but I'll move my closet real quick because that stuff's old. I'm leaving that, taking that away. Um, but I, I want to go ahead and just uh, have a time that, you know, if you've never, you've never invited Christ into your life, uh, 
I just encourage you right now that if something is, uh, you're feeling something and something's flowing, say you have, but uh, you just want a, a refresh with him, um, I want to ask you just to come up. Uh, we're not trying to embarrass nobody, and, and this is a place I want to get to that in here we're encouraging one another, that we're coming alongside of one another. This isn't a thing of embarrassment. This is excitement. When you take that step, it's really for you. So if someone would hold you back from you getting the freedom in your life, uh, we have to just understand that it, it comes down to you, like we started in the first the first uh, part of the message here, that it's you that has to make that choice. So if there's anyone here that's struggling, uh, that's made that choice, and that they're even, you're in a tough spot of like, man, this process is crazy, and the transition is tough, and you just need some encouragement. I just encourage you to, you know, to come get prayed for. Let us, uh, let us lay hands on you. Let us, uh, pray with you because we're believing together that together we can come together and we, we can believe for each other that you don't have to stay where you're at and that you can be moving forward so anybody uh, anybody that does want salvation uh, my wife Kristen Fred is here um, and if you just want another prayer guys any, anything else it can be anything if you're struggling in one area, you're not struggling at all, you just want to give thanks or you want to say that it's been a while. It's been a while and I just want to come back to, to, to your feet, to sit at your feet, to thank you. It can be anything. So I just uh, want to give this time for people uh, to get prayer, to do what they need to do and just uh, ask you guys to be respectful of this, this time right now. If you don't want to come up, you can come find me, come find my wife, uh, Fred and Kristen, anybody to talk. Um, and I just, I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. And just want to go ahead and pray, uh, pray us out if you have to go. Um, you can go ahead and go. Father, I just thank you for today. I thank you for the opportunity for us just to come together, God. We thank you for how good you are to us, that if it wasn't for you, Father, none of this would be possible, that, that your son gave his life so we could be set free, so we could not have to stay where we were at, that we could continue to move forward. Uh, we thank you that there's nothing that we, we could ever do that would make you turn from us, and we're just grateful for the opportunity to be able to come together and to be one body, serve you, our Father. And, and just um, live life in peace and, and have better understanding of what you're calling us to, God. We long for you to come, Father. We just thank you. We love you. We honor you. In Jesus' name, amen.